0: Hey guys, uh, welcome back to another Cigar Talks with Jason. Today I wanted to talk about what a victim mentality is and how to identify someone with a victim mentality. And I'm just going to go into this briefly because honestly I could talk about this for hours. But in a lot of my videos I you know reference someone with a victim mentality. The short answer is someone with a victim mentality is it's always... Poor me. It's always something negative. They're like the total Debbie Downer type. They're always sad. They're always depressed. There's always something wrong. But at the core of all that is it's always someone else's fault. No matter what they have to do, they will alleviate any responsibility that they have for their own actions. It's always someone else. This happened or that happened or, you know, whatever it is. But no matter what, it's not their fault. And I just want to preface this all by saying that, you know, no one out there is perfect. And really, like, I don't want to say everyone, but a lot of us have actually been in situations or relationships or whatever where you literally were perfect. I mean, there literally wasn't one thing you could have done or as close to perfect as possible and it actually was all the other person's fault. Those situations can happen. What separates a victim from that type of situation is with someone with a victim mentality, this is a long established pattern. This happens over and over and over again in their relationships, in their personal life, in their, you know, uh, you know let's say... You take someone who got fired from their job because their boss was an asshole. Okay, you'll give them the benefit of the doubt. But if they got fired from their last 10 jobs because their boss was an asshole or was unfair, all of a sudden, that's a pattern and you're looking at the problem and it wasn't their bosses. If you see where I'm going with this. Um, So, some examples. Um there was a gentleman who messaged me on Twitter and he was wondering how he could become more successful in porn. And in his mind, he was convinced that the reason he wasn't successful was because he was black. He was not even willing to entertain the idea. Well, actually, no, I take that back. He was asking me for help because he wanted to know what he could do. But at the core, he was convinced that you know, he had been trying for three years, and in his mind, if he had been white or any other race for that matter, he'd be this super successful porn star. But because he was black, you know, three years later, he had less than like 50 or 100 followers. I mean, it was really bad. And when I looked at this guy's feed, I mean, I saw mistakes left and right. His profile picture, the background was all cluttered, it looked like a trailer in absolute complete disarray. I mean, every other tweet this guy posted was just this poor me, the world hates me, the world's unfair, Um, you know, he wouldn't post clips. I mean, I could probably identify 50 different things this guy was doing wrong within the three minutes that I spent looking at his feed. But because he had a victim mentality, it was all because he's black. And let's be honest, that's ridiculous because there are tons and tons of black porn stars Interracial is the most searched um, category of porn there is, depending on which site you're on. And it's simple supply and demand. A white twink bottom, that's a dime a dozen. At least where I live, I could throw a rock and hit 20 of them. A black twink bottom? Shit. In all of my content that I oh, shot, in Denver, there's one, maybe two. So you don't have... You have virtually no competition. So, um, you know, other examples of this would be, uh, you know, someone who just goes from bad relationship to bad relationship to bad relationship. And it's always the other person's fault. And the other person was so mean and never understood them. And, I mean, it, it really just does become a long established pattern of just poor me. They love to throw pity parties. They love to... Um, that's one way you can identify a victim. Victims love to air their problems publicly. Like, if I have an issue with someone, I will deal with that person one-on-one or talk to close friends. But you'll never once see me post, you know, some emo shit online or on social media or whatever, Oh, my, poor me! My life sucks. You know, everyone just uses me, or you know, uh, you know, nobody loves me. Guess you just got his heart broken for the fifteenth time. You know, you'll never. People who do that again, it it goes back to, you know, the core issue, which is nothing is their fault. Everything is someone else's fault which leads to the poor me wanting attention, wanting other people to feel sorry for you. Because, really, there's no actual reason for you to post your problems publicly. I mean, that literally doesn't say anything good about you. And backtracking for a minute to that gentleman I was talking about who wanted to get into porn, I mean, if I was a studio head and I took a couple minutes to glance at this guy's profile... Even if everything else was right, if I saw those tweets, like that would be enough for me to just lose interest instantly. Because when I look at those types of tweets, the type of person who's going to tweet all this poor me, the world's against me crap is, you know, they're probably going to have a poor work ethic. They're probably not going to show up. And if they do, they're going to show up late and it's going to be someone else's fault. You know, they didn't plan ahead of, Oh, maybe I should be there early. You know, me personally, I'm, the way I was raised was, you know, you need to be early for a job, not walking in the door the minute you're supposed to be there. Um, let me see. I had some other things. Uh, another thing is, you know, they will say sorry a ton. And it's it's like this this character in uh, the Ozarks. Um This guy was bipolar, manic-depressive. I mean, it was really bad. But, uh... Basically, he flew off the handle and, like, beat the shit out of this random stranger and then he uh, showed up at this, like, really super important fundraiser and made this really big scene and started cussing and using profanity and, like, airing all kinds of problems publicly... And then, obviously, he got arrested and they threw him in the loony bin. And, you know, because he's a victim, when he was talking to his girlfriend in the loony bin, it wasn't like, oh, my God, I can't believe I fucked up. You know, what can I do to change this? I need to get on these meds or I need to do that. It wasn't any of that. It was like, why would they do this to me? Why would my Why would my sister have me committed? Why would the police arrest me? Like... Why would they put me in this place? It's so awful, etc. And it's like, the fuck? Like, I felt no sympathy at all for this guy. It's like, seriously, how about you stop being a fuck-up and you won't have anything to apologize for? So, again, you know, victims, they will screw up, blame everyone else, and then if they do apologize, it's, again, it will become a pattern of, Screw up, apologize. Screw up, apologize. Screw up, apologize. And I'll just repeat over and over and over. And the thing is, at the end of the day, it's a hell of a lot easier to not screw up in the first place than have to apologize. I mean, it it really just is. So, the thing is, you know, it kind of goes back to my... My uh, previous video about the most important question you can ask yourself and the most important question was, has anything you've done made your life better? A victim will never ask themselves that ever because it's always going to be someone else's fault. You know, uh, you know, blame society, blame, you know, God, blame this person, blame that person. And again, What separates a victim from someone who just had a bad experience is a long-established pattern. And if you want to go a little bit further, some people go beyond the victim mentality and they go into something called borderline personality disorder, which that is... If you ever encounter someone with borderline personality disorder, I mean, every single psychologist, professor I've had, if they encounter someone with that, I mean, it's run for the hills, and uh, borderline personality disorder is basically just an extreme version of a victim mentality, except for they go from, like, one extreme to another, one of the marquee traits of someone with borderline personality disorder is they can go from oh, my God, I love you, you're everything, to fuck you, you're a fucking piece of shit. I mean, they literally swing from one end of the spectrum to the other, even if you have no interaction with them. Um, You know, their moods can... uh, Another thing is a very long history of very unhealthy, toxic relationships. Um, You know, uh, someone who is extremely depressed. I'm not talking about, like... You know, clinical depression, like someone, uh, you know, like your parents died or something. Um, But it's someone who's grasping to stuff. Um, Another trait of someone with a victim mentality is they hold on to things forever. It's like, you know, your wife or your husband passed away. I get that. But when you're still using that as an excuse 10, 15, 20 years later... I mean, seriously, I could understand a bad day, you know, once a year or something, but for it to be a recurring pattern, again, all of this is based on a pattern. Someone with a victim mentality, it's just, they will never move forward. If you are someone with a victim mentality, I can tell you it is possible to change. Um, I've seen it happen, but it requires an entire change of your entire mindset. I mean, you literally have to change everything you have to change. I mean, it's, it's not something that's easy. It's incredibly difficult. Um, if you are dealing with someone with a victim personality, like someone in a relationship or a friendship or something else, it breaks my heart to say this, but the best thing you can do is get out because, you know, again, it comes down to can you deal with it or not? You know, all of us have different thresholds. I may be willing to tolerate this. You may be willing to tolerate that. So that's a question you have to ask for yourself. But generally speaking, and every psychologist I've talked to, people with a victim mentality, they don't change. They just keep repeating the exact same cycle. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this video. Please like, comment, share, subscribe. If you have feedback, I'd love to hear it. Um, Again, if you have ideas for future videos that you'd like to hear me talk about, leave them in the comments. I always take the time to read those. I hope you're able to learn something from it. I love you all.